0: Pretty crunch time in Supercoach World. It's round 19, bye week,
1: last of the buyers so far in 2023. uh, Joined by Lakey. How are you, buddy? I'm fantastic, mate. It uh, it was a good weekend. Your Mm. guys had a massive win, and uh, comparatively, uh, my boys struggled against the doggies. Really disappointing
0: performance, mate. Couldn't back up to 74. (laughs) Look, we could have, I thought it would be dangerous to have you and I on the podcast because we talk nothing about those results. So given it is such a big week we got a heavy hitter in here with us that you might recall from the yesteryear days of NRLSC Talk,
2: Kirkup. Nick, how are you, mate? Welcome Hey, back. good, mate. Good voice. Oh, how are you? What's up, OG? Oh. <laughs> oh, mate, it's been a long time. It's been three years in the making, but I finally got my call up back to the big leagues.
0: You demanded it, actually, not only in our WhatsApp group, but your ranking. It, uh, it precedes you. How high are
2: you flying at the moment? I'm on the charge, mate, 218th overall, I think, My so up, God. up from just over 300 last week. Um, po-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Baza, you had a huge week too. You're up over 1,500, if I remember correctly.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, about 1,540, I think. So Heinz, Captain, helped me out. Ponga helped me out. The Sharky's boys. Um, And even Tafare went over for a try, which was a a bit of a positive. So, yeah, boys are looking good.
0: You were doing this how long before us? So Lakey and I have probably done this for two, three years now. But how long were you and Wenon and Joe Fitz, Serge? How long were you guys doing this before we arrived?
2: Oh, mate, I reckon that we started NRL SC Talk dot blog no nrldttalk.blogspot.com <laughs> maybe in 2010
1: 2011
2: 2009 so 2009 Jesus. was our first season we used to have uh babe of the week so we'd have a bikini clad <laughs> <or lass laughs> <Yep. laughs> on Perfect. the home page and just we just had a bunch of random people who we worked with writing random things so yeah 2009
1: Babe of the Week. So you're saying we have essentially ruined your website for you since then? <laughs>
2: yeah, if we could bring back Babe of the Week, that'd be good. I'll put it, I'll yeah. mark it and I'll note it down. Jesus, that'll bring Excellent. them back.
0: Well, we may get cancelled in the process. Can but... you imagine the banners each and Ooh. every week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jesus, There's... opportunities are endless there. I like the business idea. But podcasting and that before that, who was it that decided to um, play this bad boy at the start of every every pod? Was that a you or Wenin Brainwave?
2: That was me, mate. That was me. You know, one year, maybe this will be my year. It's never happened so far. I don't think I've ever finished in the top 1,000, so... That's the initial goal this year, maybe top 100 if we can you know, get lucky over the next few weeks, but I'd like to finally finish in the top 1,000 for once.
1: We were just talking about this off-air a little bit, and JT was saying that Wenning's in the same boat. He's sort of never finished up at that top pointy end, but uh, it just seems to me that you guys have spent the last 15 years helping everybody else achieve their lofty goals at your own detriment.
2: Uh, I'd like to say that that's the case, but I don't think it is, mate. I think it's just average average super coaching from both of us, I'd say.
0: What's been the secret then this year? I mean, you were flying 2020, I think you said off air, you had another really good year. Uh, What's it been this season? I know Wenon's pretty much not looking at the app until Thursday night, pretty much. Uh, He's not going as well, but what's your secret this year?
2: Uh, I've had a few guys who have come good for me this year. Payne Haas, I got on him. I've had him pretty much all season which has been good i had preston from round one um the panthers boys peachy and hosking have both been good cows um kept cleary most of the way through except the last couple of weeks uh and then i've had a sarko for a long time now as well so had a few of his there it is tons in there and i've (laughs) had C c and k um all year long as well ever since round one so he's um He's been a good one for me. Um, I'm looking at a few Nuff trades this week, uh, which is going to cut my um, playing numbers, but I think I should be pretty tight, but should be okay for the run home.
1: So from the the get-go, you've obviously had a lot of success and a lot of uh, things go your way. What's been the worst move you've made or the worst player that you started with?
2: Worst move I made, I think, was in about round three or four when I purchased KO Weeks. Oh, yeah, there
1: we go. Yeah. I wasn't even setting you up. I forgot that you mentioned that. Yeah,
2: He'd come on He'd come to the Manly bench and then it, there was rumours that he'd play fullback during Origin and I was like, sign me up, this fella's going to kill it. And then he did get some games but he scored very poorly and I eventually finally managed to get rid of him just last week. So KO weeks and then combined with Sonny Luke, he'd be a close number two, I think.
0: Pretty ordinary couple of guys there. I must say, uh, before we jump into the actual Round 19 action, you guys have both had international adventures uh, earlier this season. I could tell that Lakey was probably not as high as you were when he said he gave his side full control over to Joe Fitz, mm-hmm. Surge Buster. And meanwhile, Nick is over there sending 2am messages into the group chat about how good Brees Walsh is, Kalen Ponger combination, watching it with a cocktail in hand. Was there any thought to uh, giving it away to someone else to control while you were gone, Nick, or was it fully you are committed to the cause?
2: (laughs) No, never, mate, never. That was our honeymoon, actually. I got remarried (laughs) in in April for the second time, so hopefully this one goes a bit better than the first one. And and that was our um, eight-night honeymoon over to Bali. So we were at Finn's Beach Club for about six or seven hours, had a number of cocktails, and I was watching Broncos vs. Knights on my phone on the beach and then, yeah, never give it up, mate, never. I think Lange still probably knows my password from back mm. in the day. So if things got desperate, he could jump in. But um, that's all me. I don't rely on anyone else. Can't trust him. Yeah, that's
1: fair. Was that written into the vows that should allow you to do that?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think Supercoach is init- – initially, obviously, Kylie had no idea what Supercoach was, but now she's all over it. She knows Recy. She knows Tafare. Of course she knows, knows Recy. Knows- Look at him. He's beautiful. <laughs> she knows Nico. She knows them all now. Hmm.
0: Well, the absolute guns. Uh, you should always look at that um, bye week for the girlfriend or the wife in your case now, getting some of those bye week tr- the teams. I need to start looking into that. You see some of those and it might be some for the round 19. Maybe Kylie wants a uh, one of those one and done kind of teams. Any thought? I reckon, yep.
2: I reckon mm. a sniper team's coming up round Boy. 20.
1: And since we were talking about it, would she be interested in being on the banner next week? Our first day of the week (laughs) return? Maybe.
2: You never know.
1: Oh, boy. We've got a –
2: we're going over to the States in four weeks to go see Taylor Swift in LA. So if you pay her to be on the banner to subsidise our trip, she'll be in. Oh. We'll start <laughs> we bringing did.
1: some of the podcast revenue into it. <laughs> Jeez,
0: you're doing well if you got those tickets, mate. You're flying in Supercouch. You're going to see Taylor. It's been a good good year. Let's hope it continues because we are known for the little podcast curse here. Everyone that seems to come on that's high flying isn't doing so at the end of the year. But you do. As you said, you do one of these good finishes. So we're hoping to get you there. We got Lakey. We did say uh, we wouldn't do much research. This is going to be an off-the-cuff uh, shit talk as it usually is on the SC Report. But Lakey, we're going to rely on you for the Teamless Tuesday news. We'll go into caps and vices as we normally do. And then, uh, yeah, basically what's been a pretty ordinary round for origin namings and bi-week guys getting wiped out pretty uh, across the board. So we'll have a a chat about some of the trades that we're looking at. But, Lakey, without any further ado, let's throw it over to you for some teamless Tuesday Round 19 news.
1: Let's do it, mate. I'll talk about the big outs to start with. We got the Origin guys, obviously, and a few uh, left-field call-ups from Freddie have thrown some spanners into the works. Clint Gutherson being the major one for Parramatta. He's sitting that 17th man for the Blues, so he's out this week. Mitchell Moses, obviously, joining him uh, there. A bit further down, I know plenty of people have uh, got on Cody Walker when he missed out on Origin Selection, but that's uh, come back to bite them this week. He's been called up for the Blues, and so has Keon Uh That one hurts me especially. I grabbed him only two weeks ago thinking it was a sure thing through the buys, but not to be. Um, elsewhere... Uh, what do we got? Fafita and uh, Tino are out, obviously. AJ Brimson—he was a popular buy a week or so ago, but has uh, been called up due to the Reese Walsh suspension and Kalen Ponga um, ruling himself out there. Uh, and then the standard guys—you got Hammer, you've got Fox, um, you know Murray, Cook, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we, everybody we sort of expected to be out is out, and a couple of uh, oh Corey Osborne. He got mm. called up as well. So I know that's going to hurt plenty. Uh, people are relying on him in the front row, and he's been having a massive year, but he got called up for the, the dead rubber as well. You're right, mate, rough. On. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I, thought,
0: I was just waiting for the fail sound, but I couldn't find it. But it's been an ordinary teamless Tuesday. But on the bright side, both Sean Johnson and Jeremy Marshall King are named for now. What's the uh, what's the prognosis? Correct,
1: Correct. we've got a, uh, a couple of very close watches. This will be Stilesy watches on these twice. Sean Johnson and his partner are expecting their second child uh, pretty much now or this weekend. So... He has been named in the number seven. You and I were talking about it. We kind of hope she pops in the next couple of days so he can see that and then head on over because if she doesn't have the kid by the end of this week, there's a very good chance he stays in New Zealand to see that and uh, that could be another one that hurts us. Jeremy Marshall King, he aggravated his AC joint again last week, came back and and played really well, scored a 70-odd but hurt his shoulder again, has been named, But Bennett at one stage was fearing that it was going to be the end of his season after he hurt it again. So it's uh, physio reported earlier it's going to be a pain management thing. But seeing as it's uh, the second injury on that same joint, it's going to be very, very tough for him to continually take the needle there and do that each week. So there's a very real chance he drops out this weekend. But um, the real tough one with that is it's the last game of the round. So hmm. anybody's got planned ins or if you need him to cover you, um, you know, for your, your final, what is it, the 13th player this round, then he could be a very laid out after you've made other trades and, and come back to buy you.
0: Nick, what's your uh, current numbers for this round before, I guess, SJ and JMK and all those kind of guys? What are you currently running with uh, pre-trades?
2: I'm sitting on 12 pre-trades. So I'm I'm going to definitely do three trades this week. I've got 14 left in the bank and I want to cash in uh, Peachy and Hosking especially this week because they're doing nothing for me. So I'm looking at a couple of these South's uh, cheapies to hopefully give me some points this week. And then maybe just dis- disappear like Tyrone Munro. be good if, if I could bring him in, um, presuming that he makes final cuts. And if he could give me 50 or 60, I'd be stoked. And then Ben Lovett, who's been named in the second row. He's a bottom dollar cheapie. Played one game earlier in the season. If he could give me like 50 points and then go away, I would be, <laughs> I would be very stoked this week. So I'm aiming for 14 this week. Lovely. Yeah. I mean, it's a small
0: ask for Benny Lovett there, but uh, he's he's not a bad player. <laughs> uh, but in terms of next week, uh, with an eye on that, Dragons, rabbit and Raiders, they're all with the bye post-Origin. Have uh, you got one eye ahead to that week and just making sure you're covering your full 17 as will be required?
2: Yeah, definitely. That's obviously the downside of bringing in those two boys from the Rabbits is... Next week I'm only looking at 18 players um, and I really want to get Fafida in and I really want to get either Marju or Val Holmes next week as well. So um, I'll be at 18 or 19 next week and that'll include Tafare um, in that number. Hopefully Harry Grant backs up and Mitchell Moses backs up um, and then I should be good to go for next week and then from that point on obviously uh, like you said earlier, there's only sort of one team on the buy. So it's pretty straightforward from there. But I'm aiming for sort of 20, 19 or 20 good players. I'll probably have four enoughs, and then I'll have Tafare as like a half a player for the run home. Just
1: hopefully Brenko Lee stays out with that hammy injury because there was uh, talk that he was due back this week and he's been training uh, and ready to play, but he's been training with the reserves because his uh, right centre spot has been overtaken by the young fella.
2: Perfect, I saw, excellent. You, I saw that, yeah. and that's
1: how I like it.
0: Yeah. You and Aiken, I thought, might get bumped out given Tavares played pretty well. Any uh, word around that? I thought he might have gone back to the bench or second row or something.
1: Well, you and Aiken uh, is back in at left centre this week with Hammer um, through Origin. Um, they played that way, you know, Hammer moved into the centres last week with Nicarima at fullback, and these guys yes. played pretty well. So I think once Hammer comes back next week, Aiken might go back to the bench and it might be a, a Nicarama, Nicarima, uh, Zarko, Hammer, Tavare, new back line. So um, it seems to me, at uh, my very unprofessional opinion, that Tavare's got that spot at the moment and it's his to lose.
0: I was going to say, I'm like... Mind blown that you've managed two hundredth in thereabouts without Fafida, Maju and Val Holmes. I was thinking, I was thinking the exact same that. thing. I was, <laughs> I was ready to go. Life. You must, your team must be perfect as it is, and no one in your run home sites, But
2: <laughs> wow, I did have I did have Maju for most of the season, but I traded him to Ponga a couple of weeks ago when he missed the bus because I was <laughs> in desperate need of numbers for that buy round. Um, but yeah, I'm key. I've never had Fafita, and I did have Val Holmes, but unfortunately, I sold him pre-origin as well, because I think he was going to miss five games over the origin period. So I'm keen to get him back in and keen to have uh, Fafita in my side for the first time this season.
1: That's incredible that you've done that well without Fafita. Mm.
0: Love it. Um, Lakey, what's your, I don't know if you've looked ahead, but I I had a quick scan of next week's games. Uh, Guys like the Titans players, you know, Fafita, uh, Tino and that, they're playing the very last game, but Plays like Payne Haas, are you expecting them to back up? I mean, I think uh, Catfish or Wilfred called it a couple of weeks ago to us that it's going to be one of the most difficult rounds of the season, given us given usually a lot of restings at this point. But uh, are yeah, you sort of fingers gonna, crossed?
1: Looking at the draw, and as I was talking about the the Dragons, Rabbits, Raiders, right, by isn't as bad as it looks because really you should have no one from the Dragons and the Raiders uh, super coach players aren't overly popular. Um, mm. It's probably T- T- Tapanay, sorry, and are uh, the main ones, but um, a couple out for the bunnies, but it is the restings that will hurt. Guys like Payne Haas, I would expect not to back up because he hurt himself in that Battle of Brisbane last week, and there was question marks about whether he'd be able to suit up for Origin. So if he does play Origin, I would expect he gets given the rest to recover from whatever injury he's picked up. Um, the Friday night game is Knights-Tigers, which is, again, beneficial because there's not too many guys there that are really super coach relevant. You've got Bradman Best playing and Jacob Safidi for the Knights and no one out for the Tigers. So they're not overly super coach relevant at the moment and um you know dogs broncos the first game on saturday so i think everybody else gets a bit more rest and you'd be uh, more confident of them backing up unless munster comes down with a post celebration mm. yeah fellas uh, paint
2: Painthouse didn't get selected for game three come on he
1: didn't he didn't there you no. go no so then
2: Ser- seriously boys Seriously, yeah no,
1: no no i say i just expected he would but um there you go. So he's well, obviously... But I, but I don't injured know. So he's, there's a good chance he does, doesn't play again um, for another week. Exactly. Two. He's still hurt, yeah. Yeah. But we've got uh, Glad we
0: got the expert on the pod. <laughs> there you <go>. <laughs> <laughs> So fingers crossed he's fine after missing the origin bus. Uh, there you go. All right, we'll take a quick break and come back and go captain's vices and then talk about some of the trades. I think interesting one now is the trade outs. Who are we willing to flick? Are you getting rid of a, a playing number? like Jareem Buller this week. A couple of interesting questions to us. We'll be back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra.
0: up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoted for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, we refine the pod a little bit, Nick, with some smooth jazz every now and again, just to make sure everything's a little
1: bit more. now, We switch up to the Scotch and Drys and really (laughs) (laughs) bring it home. Classy.
2: (laughs) Things get a little little dark. (laughs) I do listen every week. Don't you worry about that.
0: And what's the key to listening? Because you did point it out. Off air, what's the uh, key to getting through a good podcast in quick time?
2: Yeah, it's got to be one and a half times, unless you're listening to Catfish and Joe Fitz, and then it's two and a half times.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I must Mm. say, I had a horrible moment the other day when I woke up, I usually listen to a podcast to go to bed, I woke up in the middle of the night to my own voice talking to me in (laughs) one-time speech. I'd gone from some whatever true crime podcast I was listening to, and then it cycled back to... NRL Supercoach talk, and so I'm waking up to my own voice talking about my shit trains.
1: That's horrific. (laughs) That's nightmare fuel, that is. Uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, that was a very uncomfortable awakening, but there you go. Uh, All right, let's start with captains and vice captains, because I think it's a pretty short segment this week. Uh, Last week, we called Nico out as being uh, a pretty rolled gold straight C option. Of course, I didn't do that, but uh, this week, we get uh, basically two bites of the cherry if you've got... Uh, less than 17, which every single person should have. So is it just VC on Nico and, I don't know, throw a dart on the rest because he's going to score 200? Kirko, yeah. Nick, what are you doing?
2: Yep, exactly. I think VC on Nico, if he scores less than 100, um, then maybe have a crack. I might have a crack at Asako against the Titans on Sunday afternoon.
1: That's not a bad shout. Me. I don't mind that at all. And you, um, Lakey, you're doing the same? Yeah, absolutely. you got to go with uh, VC on Nico. The only reason I wouldn't do that is if I was going to straight captain him. But as you said, uh, there's going to be a fair few AEs around or and, and stuff like that. So it's basically a guaranteed double bite. So chuck the VC on Nico, And then, yeah, I do like the Azarko call. That is a really good one for the back end of the game.
0: I don't know. I don't, CNK as an option. I was just having a quick look around other potential options there. I mean, Hudson Young maybe against... Uh, the Dragons, but then you got CNK against the Parramatta side that are pretty <laughs> I, down.
1: Um, yeah, it's it's. I sort of looked into it this afternoon when I was doing the teams up, and it, for me, the CNK, some people have a DWZ, hoping he can replicate that game from a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I think that's very reliant on if Sean Johnson plays or not. He guides that side and, and runs them around the park and, and steers them or whatever else you want to say. But... He's um, If he's out, I just don't know how those guys are going to go. So it's a bit of a wait and watch on that one. If you want a good, safe option, say Nico fails miserably and you want a, a solid 80-point scorer, Jermaine Hopgood's the way to go, I think. Mm. Um, he hasn't really gone... Uh, he's averaged 83 since he got back to starting um, 13 jersey eight, nine weeks ago. Um, and he's got a low score of 60 in that time. So he's just pumping out numbers for fun yeah
0: yeah i think there's a yeah, it, you might as well not play too risky with this thing everyone's gonna have nico just keep something up the sleeve maybe a safe one like as you said Hopgood, who i've only just brought in so i could be breaking him so I'd be uh, wary if you are uh also looking to do the same thing uh, like me probably sick of seeing him at tries and do everything else he does pretty damn well but yeah hop good straight into the side not a bad shout um, all right, some trade-outs. Um, fellas, you, I think, Nick, you spoke about a few guys that you're flicking on in Penrith Colours who are not playing this week, but I've seen a lot of people moving on the likes of Jerome Buller. Uh, maybe worth just parking on him for a little while here, but if you were, say, desperate for numbers, are you willing to take the risk on him knowing that he's probably going to drop 60K, Nick?
2: Yeah, I think so. I'd move him on. I sold him just two weeks ago, Uh, I can't remember who I traded him to, to be honest. But Cody Walker, yeah, I traded him to Cody Walker and then bloody Cody Walker goes and gets selected for Origin. At least he gave me a half-decent score last week because the first week I owned him was uh, pretty horrible the week before. Um, So, yeah, I think Buller's time's done. The Tigers are pretty much going backwards. So I would move him on, flick one of your jewels down to fullback and then bring someone in the centre wing. Maybe like a – I know most people have got Miletalo by now, but – Someone like him, um, or if you've got another jewel in second row, you could bring Hudson Young in. I think he's a pretty good option for the run home. He's about 130k down on his starting price. Probably a better buy in two weeks, given that he has the buy next week. But um, if you're desperate for numbers this week, you could do a Hudson Young trade potentially or Mm. someone else in the centre wing.
0: Lakey, any like-for-like fullbacks that you could be moving on for Buller?
1: Um, I don't mind Will Kennedy. I think the Sharks are going well at the moment. I I put in my article this afternoon, they've scored 100 points in their last two games against the Dogs and the Dragons. So they're not going to do that every week. But it's a good chance they do it this week against the Tigers. So um That is a fantastic <laughs> run of game. <laughs> yeah, not wrong. <laughs> really. So yeah, Will Kennedy seems to just be getting it done on a weekly basis. I think he's averaging around 70 points. Um, so he could be one to get you through a couple of tough buy rounds. Uh you know, everybody else, if you don't have CNK already, you've probably missed the boat on him, and you're playing him in the centre wing anyway. But um, Mm. I don't think there's too many other guys I'd be running out and and grabbing in quick hurry, especially for this week.
0: Flipping up to the other side of the field in the hooking spot, uh, I was looking at JMK this week thinking that he would be out completely because I'm running Reese Robson. Nick, who are your two hookers for the run home?
2: I think I'm just going to stick with Harry Grant and Sonny Luke. Um, The only risk, obviously, is that Grant is rested next week, which will mean I'll be running with an auto-emergency um, potentially if Luke remains out of that Panthers side. But I, I can't see much point in trading in a second hooker, to be honest. I'm going to try and get in five eights and full backs and fullbacks half and halfbacks and those sorts of things.
1: And listen, if Harry Grant does rest next week, you throw the VC on Ponga for the uh, Tigers game on Friday night and then throw the captain seal on Harry Grant. You're good. It's perfect. a perfect.
2: Sounds That's like cool. a plan. Yep.
1: Lakey,
0: what about, um, I mean, they're in the origin arena, obviously, but uh, Harry Grant and Damian Cook, if you had all the trades and all the cash in the world and whatever, and you didn't want to run the risk of Sonny Luke like, like Nick is, uh, who would be a go-to two-hooking rotation for the rest of the year?
1: Uh, Well, like you, I had penciled in a Grant-JMK combo to finish me off, but um, big worries over his shoulder. So Mm. I think Cook's doing well enough now that you can run him as a second guy to bring in on a matchup base. He got demoted last week in the starting side to to bench. Um, They put Avili in to take the first couple of hit-ups of the game and get the sting out of it. And then Cook came on and set up Cam Murray for a try and ended up scoring pretty well. So he's probably second on the list, but, um, you know, Reese Robson's scoring well. The Cowboys are coming good and they're getting some attacking points. So he's probably, uh, you know, top three.
0: Hmm. Just thinking long term, uh, if you could pick a number out of, or a name out of, Scotty Drinkwater or Nathan Cleary to have in your run home side. I just saw today Scotty Drink is going to go to the million dollar mark when he gets on the field next week. Um, Nathan Cleary, obviously another big name that a lot of people won't have given the long-term injury. Drinky's 6% owned. Cleary will be probably thereabouts. Nick, would you be looking at either of these guys with your 14 trades uh, in the run home?
2: Yeah, definitely. Yep, I, I think Cleary, just given that he's a proven performer over a number of years, I mean, Drinkwater is absolutely on fire at the moment, but I will stick with Cleary. So um, I'll be looking at doing Moses to Cleary in round 21 probably.
0: Lakey, are you of that view as well? Or are you happy to sit, like I think a fair few people are going to be forced to given trades, but would you be happy to run a Hines-Moses combination over bringing in, a, I guess, a non-game fit Cleary?
1: Uh, no, no. I think Hines-Cleary is the way to go to finish it off, um, but you just give him a couple of games his price will drop a little bit more because he had that low score when he did hurt himself and then um, you know make sure that the legs are back under him um, I just drink water has been phenomenal he's been absolutely tearing apart the competition at the moment but that price is just too much for me I can't you know that's two players you could buy for that same price you can get Cleary at a you know $200,000 discount on that and that's the way I'd be going
0: Honestly, if I, I'm i just thinking, given where I'm at, 7K or whatever it is, if I find the money to do it, I'm very keen on drinky for the run home. Of course just you are. You're 6, a Cowboys 6%, man. 6%. We were yeah. talking about a guy that I think has scored five tonnes in his last seven games, and he scored an 80 when we got beaten 66-18. I mean, the guy's in unreal form, gets around the origin camp. Unfortunately, they're going to lose, but gets around the camp and um, gets that exposure as well. I just think for an
1: absolute throw-up that a – the stumps to close your year out. I'm very keen on a oh, big Scotty drink. Listen, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm hating watching him at the moment as a non owner. If I could go back in time, I'd be bringing him in, but I just can't justify spending a million dollars on a guy.
2: How many dubs do you think the Cowboys have got left in uh, them? So they play, yeah. They yeah, play through Man- to the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> they got Manly, Manly. So in Sydney, that'll be a tough matchup. Then they got Para. Titans they should beat, then they got Broncos, then they got sharks, dolphins they should beat, then they got Panthers. So I'll be death riding drinkwater and hoping that some of those tougher matchups destroy him.
0: It's Penrith in the last round though, like it was last year, where they rested everyone. But I think the the key for that stat, the whole run that he's had, is that 80-point game at Leica. Like we that Mm. was the, the worst game I've ever sat through in my life. And he still pulls an 80 out. That was before mm-hmm. our run of form. So basically, the guy's not going to go under 100 uh, for the rest of the year until the point I bring him in. That's just yeah. that's just <laughs> nice. But no, nah, very keen on the uh, the run home as a Cowboys fan. I mean, I'm out of the equation anyway. I'm cheering you guys and Stylesy and Joe Fitz and all that on uh, from up the top. So I'm keen to just try some weird stuff to close the year out. So I mean, that's it's. I don't know. It's a, one of those risky things, but I'm keen to do it.
1: Yeah, but it's one of those things too. You you get in the players you love watching, right? And mm. You love obviously love watching Drinky as a Cowboys man. So it just makes the game a little bit more enjoyable if you are at this stage where you're not in a shouting distance of uh, any cash prizes. So I yeah, I can endorse that.
0: Just to make the cash, maybe we pivot this way. Uh, Nick, you mentioned four nuffs. I think was your goal. Not sure how many you've got at the moment, but uh, if you briefly explain the nuff concept and then who you are eyeing off to fill that role.
2: Yeah, sure. Yep. So nuffs obviously are the cheapest player you can get, preferably dual position, who might give you some points in a buy round, but then they just vanish and they don't become an auto-emergency risk. So at the moment I'm carrying Sonny Luke, who is not really enough because he's a definite auto-emergency risk each week um, in that Panthers side. So with my trades this week, I'm looking to get rid of Peachy, Hosking and probably Billy Smith. Um, and bring in uh, Munro from Souths, like I said, in the center wing to try and get some points this week. Um, and It from Souths again in the second row to try and get some points this week, and then hopefully he disappears once uh, Souths get all their origin players back. Um, and then I'm looking at the front row, second row um, player from the Knights. Lakey, you might need to help me out here. Miles He's Martin. bottom... Yeah, that's my man. I'm going to bring him in. <laughs> um, he can flip between front row because I've got Tarpon A, Harris and Payne Haas up there, so he can help me out there if needed. So I think Miles Martin should be number one traded this week.
0: The only other one I can think of, and maybe you've got others Lakey, Howarth for the Storm, hasn't been named at all, uh, dual position, second row, centre wing.
1: Anyone else? Uh, not off the top of my head, but... Um... As I said last week, you go into your um, go into your app. You can go into filter by players and pick you know D V P players only, um, so that'll give you a good list of guys who are you know available at that price. And try and grab a guy if you can who's injured. You know he's not coming back. Mm.
0: And I think another thing to keep in mind as well, try and avoid those halves, uh, nuffs or even fullback only, that kind of thing where you, if you run the risk of injury late in the season or buys or whatever it might be, you might be stuck uh, you know, with an auto emergency or someone that's not playing in a specific position. So uh, make sure that they're in that more popular second row or center wing or front row kind of position. But uh, yeah, a fair few uh, potential options there. I guess the premium is you know 21 or 22, really solid playing guys to close the year out. Um, just on this week, uh, we haven't really covered premium sort of trades. Uh, Hudson Young was a name that we mentioned, but uh, straight off the bat for you, Nick, who would be your number one trading target? Maybe you've already got him, but uh, and he's a pod or something like that. But purely for this round, who do you see scoring really well in that 5, 600k plus mark?
2: I don't know. It's a tricky question because obviously all the Origin players are out and then you've only got half the competition playing. Um, the Sharks players, like I said, like Mulatalo earlier, but most people have probably got him, I think, and Nikara, um in the back row. But, I mean, aside from them, I don't know. My personal opinion is that it's a week to try and bank some cash to go bang, bang um, over the next couple of weeks once all those Origin players are free.
0: Yep, don't mind that. Lakey, are you looking to pot up or uh, go uh, help leather for points here?
1: N- no, I'll probably look at grabbing a A guy if um you know everybody else sort of drops out. So I might need to shore up the team there. But I'm on the similar opinion to Nick. It's a good week. Plenty of plenty of people have a 13 already, so you might be able to grab a couple of um, dollars here or there. But um, for a guy that I might be looking at, if if I needed a front rower like AFB, he's been putting in some big runs lately. Only scored a 44 last week due to getting sin-binned. And as I said, Will Kennedy, he's um, killing it at the back. So there might be a couple of guys I'm looking at.
0: I'm relatively keen on Hudson just to close the year out. Raiders are uh, in pretty good form, and I think he'll stink from that origin dropping. <laughs> Confirmed he's not in the side. Uh, Nick, I did double-check that, triple-check that, so he didn't call me out again. But Hudson Young is probably going to take that to heart and close the year out really well. I think he's a he's a risky kind of guy because he can hit that 40, 45 mark, but then go score a try the next week and score 80 or thereabouts. So I'm keen on him as a cheaper alternative to Britain Nicara. Um, I think if I had the cash, I'd go him, but I don't. Uh, I was hoping that someone would go left field and say the number eight trade-in this week, Maddie Moylan. What are we thinking mm-hmm. about that one, guys? <laughs> he's got 1,239 trade-ins as of uh, 9 o'clock tonight.
1: <laughs> Lakey, what's going on with Mate, uh, chasing points. Absolutely chasing points. He dropped the 108 last week, if I remember correctly, um, but he's not even averaging. He's averaging 51. So it's, uh, it's going to go back down. You're going to be disappointed in long term. Hmm. That's, it's one of the more bizarre bi-week trades yeah. I've seen. We, Five we, eight only, 4.65K. Yeah, there's plenty of guys who are just grabbing someone for the number. Um, 4.65K is manageable and, you know, break-even should be very low following that game. 11. 11, there you go. So he'll get a couple of price rises and maybe they're just looking at flipping him up to a Munster in two weeks' time.
0: But how about this, Nick? 14 trades. You've got a guy playing the Tigers in a pretty attacking side. 465 k going to make you some cash. What about a one-done and trade? Do something you wouldn't normally do.
2: Maybe. Bring him in for Cody Walker for a couple of weeks. There you go. There you go. Mm. Why not?
0: Doesn't have a buyer to see the gear
2: out. I might look at that. I might look at that. One thing I have missed this season on the pod, JT, is where you look at the week's weirdest trades... Oh, uh, yeah. You know, like, but, so for FIDA this week, one person has traded him out for Leon Tihau, who's a 200K <laughs> center wing for South. Yes. Wow. So they yeah. sold for FIDA, cashed Banking in 600, cash. 600, 600K for the run home.
0: I always love to just, who are these people? <laughs> are
2: one these person has One person has sold him for Cody Walker.
0: Is that right? Well, well, to I mean, bring neither in who Cody Walker. Yeah, there.
2: okay. Yeah, to bring in Cody Walker. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was interesting. Fafita's like the ninth most traded in player this week and doesn't mm. even play. Doesn't even play. So I think that bodes well to say that, you know, next week or the week after, he's going to be the most popular trade in, I think.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, very interesting ploy uh, to make. I'm very keen on Fafita, like you. I think instant he gets named next week he's straight into the side um all right maybe to close out the year guys any final words we'll close out the pod any final words of of wisdom so i guess mine would be don't get downhearted if you've only got 10 or 11 because there are a lot better players not playing in uh in round 19 here he'll suit up next week but nick any any words of advice to anyone else up at the pointy end of the year other than uh, please go away
2: yeah, please go away. I hope SJ misses this week. I hope Buller continues <laughs> to score poorly. I hope um, oh, Nick Meaney scores poorly. Um, and yeah, I think like you said at the start though, keep an eye on those numbers for next week because uh, if, you, if you're if you nothing like me this week and then you've got the likes of Tarpanay, Cody Walker, Alex Johnson, Horsburgh and the like next week, you could very well find yourself with less than 17 players. So just keep an eye on that.
1: Blakey? No, I'm not going to give anybody advice from where my position is sitting at the moment. <laughs> but um, Yeah, I'm just cheering you on, Nick. Go for gold, mate. Bring something home for the NRLSC N- Talk OG, guys. Top love 100.
2: That. That's that's the goal. I'd love to finish top 100. We should probably give a shout-out to, um, to Sangster. He scored a huge score last week, 1,500-plus, and he's up into 5,300, so he's going well too.
1: Nah, he's from the
0: rivals, mate. We don't talk about him. (laughs) You love to see it. That poor man cops it absolutely from all angles. Whenever something goes awry with Supercoach, whether he doesn't have a good week, uh, someone takes his sage advice and it doesn't work out. Um, You know, one other thing we don't often do anymore on the pod, and I think it was a wenin thing, actually, but stake bets. I'm willing to throw one down, and maybe I won't involve you, Nick, because you are going to be part of the bet, but Lakey, out of Surge... Adam, Stilesy, Nick, and our mate Gil, Guns and Moses, sitting in 11.50. Uh, I'm going to go, if you have to pick two players out of that who are going to finish the highest collectively, uh, right. and we'll stake bet it, whoever gets the, uh, the winning combination. I am going to go Nick and Gil. Oof. I reckon Gill's going to have a good. Uh, he's got barely any trades left, but he's coming he, home strong. He's stinging with the uh, the English loss, the uh, fair result the other night. So he needs a win. Uh, so I'm banking him to come home with
1: a wet sail. Yeah, Gill's just walked out of his crease. Um, <laughs> I'll go with we got we got him on. So I got to go with Nick, um, and I'm going to go with Stilesy as a super coach royalty.
0: Very safe, but actually, I think Stasi's got like fifteen trades and a boost. So yeah, I feel like I've thrown a stake away. So Gil, okay. I'm running high on you there. And uh, actually, quick one for you, mate. I might see if I can get Wenin involved. But Nick, if I I'm currently eight thousand, or sorry, Wenon is eight thousand four hundred twenty-one, and I'm seven thousand four hundred. He is about fifty points behind. If you were to stake bet from here on, who wins, Wenin or JT?
2: Uh, I reckon you'll win. Wenin was a lot higher earlier in the season and he's fallen off. He's had a kid. He's just lost focus. So my money's on you. Thank you.
1: Does it it to the best of us.
0: There you go. I'll rope Winnin into that because I'm sure he has tickets on himself at the best of time. So I'm sure he'll have a stake as well. So there you go. We've had you back on the pod. I'm sure we'll get you for a uh, get together in the not too distant future with the rest of the SC Talk boys. But no, thanks very much for coming on, giving a familiar voice back on the airways. Great to have you
2: no worries boys thanks for have, the invite thanks for letting me know. have not
1: missed on. a beat mate it's good to have you back
2: even I, called us sp- out even I called know, us
1: right? out <laughs> I thought. It's raising the standards
2: it's amazing the different the amount of time you spend when you're coming 20,000th as opposed to two hundred. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> oh it's great to see you at the pointy end of the year all the best for the run home and who knows we might have you on here celebrating a win come the end of the year but all good to chat to you guys we'll catch you Lakey next week you probably will